Doom Patrol, Negative Man, Elastigirl, Robot Man. Someone wants the Doom Patrol reunited. Your every word and action is being broadcast across the planet. Now, Monsieur Mana! Well done, my Doom Patrol. Well done. It is too late for you, Calder. Your beloved patrol is doomed. Hello and welcome to Waiting for Doom, the world's greatest and longest running and bestest ever Doom Patrol related podcast where each and every episode we talk long and lovingly about our favourite superhero team, the mighty Doom Patrol. Hey everyone, I'm Paul. You can find me on Blue Sky as Hicks, H-I-X. We also have WaitingForDoom.com, our website, with lots of Doom Patrol stuff there to do with this podcast and show and other shows we do. It's it's a whole thing. Uh, WaitingForDoom at gmail.com if you want to send us emails or gmails or other letter mails but not um, physical mails. Uh, where Are we on Facebook still, Mike? Still on Facebook. Still on Facebook. Uh, we're on I, whatever iTunes, podca- Apple Podcasts, Stitcher mm. Radio, if that exists. I don't know if it exists. Yeah, it doesn't really matter where we are because you're listening to us. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's face it. Your favourite um, podcatcher will have caught us somehow. Yeah, yeah. And you are? Oh, hello. Yes, I'm Mike. Uh, you can find me on various social media platforms uh, with the username of Avant Garve, uh, which is very witty of me. Uh, you can still find on the social media platform X, formerly known as Twitter, but it's now an X nice, <laughs> X friendly, X social platform. Uh, unfortunately, Wilfred is still on there. Um, he'll be moving elsewhere uh, in the new year, in 2024. He'll be moving on. But anyway, ha- hello, Wilfred. Hello, humans. Yes, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, he's if you're on X, he's at WFD Pod. He'll probably have a similar name in 2024 on, let's say, Blue Sky. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what are we talking about today on the show tonight? T- t- today, today on the show t- today tonight, um, December fourth, as mo- we record in, in the morning <laughs> or the evening, depending on where you are. We are finally getting to the big finale of Unstoppable Doom Patrol issue seven. Yeah, I'm sorry, I had a big holiday. And you sort of did big, have a big holiday. I did have a big holiday. I won't go into it, that's probably a topic for a different show, but I had a lot of relaxing. Oh, you had like five weeks of relaxing, dude. <laughs> it's a tough gig, but someone has to do it. Are you are you still relaxed now that you're back home? Um, yeah, well, there's a lot There's a lot more cat pee in my, in my life now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, let's go to the Doom News. Let's. So we've heard that uh, Mark Shepard, who plays Willoughby Kipling um, on... Doom Patrol, the TV show, which has now wrapped up, mm. uh, has uh, he's reported that he had uh, lots of heart attacks, and uh, we hope that he is recovering well and nothing worse happens to him. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, if you can report that it's happened, it's probably better than uh, not being able to report that it happened. So, it, yeah. It did appear that he had taken a selfie of himself in a hospital bed with stuff, you know, taped to his chest. Um, yeah. So he, he's taking the selfie. Um, he's doing okay. But yeah. yes, I think you said he had like six heart attacks in a row or something. Six, yeah, six heart attacks. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we wish him all the best and yes. uh, hope that he gets better. And 
we urge him not to live like Willoughby Kipling. So, yeah, that that that's probably um for that's, for the that's best. a hard way for a human to live. So it yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's not great. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, we're hope, hoping for no further updates on that for the worst. So, yes, hang yeah. in there, Mark. We love you. Yes, and and in in other Doom related news, um, even though it's December fourth as we're recording. I'd like to give a birthday shout-out for two of our favourite Doom Patrol people who shared the same birthday yesterday, December 3rd, that being Riley Shanahan and Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah! The two halves of uh, the TV version of Robot Man. The Robot Men. Yes, the Robot Men, yes. And and Riley, of course, uh, a former guest on our show. Yeah. I hope you're still tuning in, Riley. Um, And if you are, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, mate. I hope you got something... Useful and practical, but also fun. Yes. But not too fun. No, 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 no not too much fun. Please, no. no. A reasonable amount of fun. Yeah. yeah. Right. Happy birthday, Riley. Hope it's a good one. Um, yeah. In, yeah. Enjoy it. Hope, you know, it's a bit close to Christmas, but it's not really close, so, you know, people can't combine your birthday with Christmas. Yeah, that's and, yeah. and Brendan, yeah, all the best to you too, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll love you. Um, lots of love for people today. Uh, speaking of love, we've got a, a, a unstoppable brew crew update. 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 Nice segue. 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 Oh, segue. God. <laughs> God. God. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm going to name the uh, the roster of uh, brew crew members. So we have um, Ashford Wright, Ashford AJ Wright from the Ride On Network. That's wonderful podcasts like the uh, Cassandra Kane podcast, the Huntress podcast, the Straight Out of Federation, Straight Out of Gallifrey, which are about Blake Seven and Doctor Who respectively. Um, and he, he does other stuff. But um, AJ was uh, the first, the very first brew crew member. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we are completely honoured by that. We also have Tim Price, who's also from that same network. He's known as the Podcrasher, uh, close personal friend of mine, um, acquaintance of yours. Uh, yeah, and he's a he's a man of many voices, but one face. Yes. Yes. Uh, Abad, Abad in Brazil, Fabio. Um, thank you so much for your brew crew support. Um, I hope to meet you one day. Uh, maybe at HeroesCon, maybe somewhere else. I don't know. Um, maybe near the Amazon, because that's where. That's in Brazil, isn't it? Let's say yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, Kevin. Kevin is near HeroesCon, not, not near the Amazon, unless you're talking about the Amazon warehouse, which is dotted all over America and uh, stuff. So, yes, thank you, Kevin. Uh, Kevin is hospitable and tall and lovely. Yes. Um, Yes, he is. And we have Bill from the Batpod. Thank you, Bill, for your support. Your your coffee was very enjoyable. Um, and listen to the Batpod if you want to hear podcasts about Batman. Mm. Not bats, not fruit bats or flying foxes, as they might be called in Australia. Um, I saw lots of bats while I was on holiday, actually. I went into a lot of caves, and there were frequently bats in them. Well, no wonder you saw a lot of bats if you're going into caves. That's your first yeah. mistake. What were you hoping to find in caves? Um, well, caves are a place to go in Thailand. Anyway, uh, that's besides the point. Um, if you look in my ceiling, there are actually pink bats. Um, oh, so my there. God. Yeah, uh, so check that out if you want to know about Batman, not um, ceiling inf- insulation or um, flying mammals. Uh, Frack, he, what do we know about Frack? He's a doctor. He's smart. He, he's, uh, has, he's English. He's English. He's learned. Um, 
As, well, becoming got, a doctor. Yeah, he's got a great great taste in music. You know, great taste in music, great taste in podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. he, he supports <laughs> us. Of course, he's got great taste. Yes. In he's an all round gent. No matter yeah. what you might see in regards to interactions between us online, because <laughs> you know. <laughs> Things get a little bit sassy sometimes. You've got to admit, old frack. But um, lovely bloke, lovely bloke. Yeah, no, you, you. Uh, it's it's the whole thing of you give your friends a bit of shit, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> it's sometimes yeah. it's the people you never joke with that you you know who aren't really your friends, unless you don't know them very well. In which case, if I have never joked with you, it doesn't mean I'm not your friend. Um, but I mean, I think you, if you listen to the show, you've heard me joke around, so you can tell. I, you know, you can take that personally if you like. Yeah, um, you, you may have joked around once or twice, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, mm. it won't happen again. Uh, and we also have, uh, well, Das Bender. What can you tell me about Das Bender, Mike? A lovely fellow um, from, I think, from Wisconsin. Oh, um, yeah, he's. Um, it's getting colder there, I believe. Quite possibly, considering it's um, December. So, yeah, yeah, it is December. Um, yeah, the weather and, outside is frightful. I heard him say. Uh, look, I say that when I go outside as well, because here in Australia and it's in Brisbane at least, it's been hitting over thirty degrees. Yeah, and that's in Centigrade. Hang on, I have to look what that is for Fahrenheit. Anyway, um, Mark, <laughs> lovely fellow. Um, thank you very much for your support. It is yeah, very much appreciated. Fantastic. Now I'm I'm going to announce something. Um, <laughs> Wow, we're using the sound effect already. Um, yes, we will be uh, inaugurating or implementing, imp- implementing, kickstartering, having, doing, kicking <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start having a. Uh, I think it's going to be every two months. We'll have a a, a chat on. Skype or Zoom, whichever suits people the most, with our brew crew members. So you will get an exclusive uh, hangout with us. Um, Yeah. And if you don't join, you get two hours with us instead of one. No. (laughs) (laughs) You said you weren't going to joke around anymore, and yet here we are. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so we're going to do that because as um, a thank you, and there'll also be uh, possible physical thanks as well for things. So, um, yes, I will fly to your house and hug you um, Jesus. suddenly. Like, I'll just burst out of a cupboard and hug you. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> you lucky, lucky brew crew. Who, <laughs> who wouldn't want to sign up and support us now? <laughs> Oh, I might have a big, hairy Australian man leap out of my cupboard (laughs) coming at me. (laughs) Yes. Hand over my credit card right now. So if you are part of the brew crew, um, yeah, if we don't have your details, could you please send us uh, your details or we'll ask them in public on uh, Blue Sky or something. Um, And, yeah, we'll we'll get that arranged. And it's going to start in uh, 2024. Yes. yes, which is going to be 2024. That's the future. Um, yeah. yeah, so we're going to be doing that. And for you guys, as a thank you, uh, guys and gals, if we're getting gals. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's what that is. But what is that ticking, Mike? Um, bef- but I'm just going to stop the ticking there for a second. Uh, just, <laughs> just to circle back, 30 degrees Celsius is 86 degrees Fahrenheit for our friends in uh, parts of the world that use Fahrenheit for their yeah. temperature telling. Um, so that's been like the minimum here in Brisbane like the last week. 
Okay. So, Merry Christmas. I'd also like to give a big shout-out and thank you uh, to AJ Wright uh, for sending us some Christmas gifts. Some loot. Some loot uh, from his right on Not a loot as in, you know, you play in King Arthur's Court of Lady Die, Die, you know, that sort of... Not like that. I didn't say lady. I didn't say lady die. It's not lady. You said, die. You said lady die die. I did not. <laughs> it's so good to have you back. <laughs> Stay That's on target. My, and we're now sponsored by the Crown season six coming soon. <laughs> Hello, I'm Prince Charlie. Um, no, I just want to say a big thank you to to Ashford uh, for his lovely little uh, just in time for Christmas uh, loot that he sent both Paul and I. I've, I've got some very cool little. Uh, Beer stubby holders um, with the, the Ride On Network proudly emblazoned upon them, and I'm looking forward to using them very soon. So, thank you very much, AJ. Fantastic. And thank yes. you to all our brewery. Yes, they're all wonderful people. It is. You very are still a people. You are the finest of the finest. Yes, you're, you're like yeah. the best coffee available at the Wedding yeah. cafeteria. If the earth was going to be destroyed and I could only accommodate a handful of people, it'd be the brew crew and then I'd see who else would fit. Like my family. So, just letting you know. Anyway, that ticking is indeed the doom clock. <laughs> Speaking of the end of the world. <laughs> wow. Anyway, as we look upon the face of the mighty Doom Clock, we can see that it has been just over five weeks since we had a new Doom Patrol book on the shelves, that being issue seven of Unstoppable Doom Patrol, which came out on October 24th of 2023, and we will be discussing that very issue in just a few short moments. But for now, it is time for the This Week in Doom Patrol History guessing game. And Paul, first thing I have to ask you is, do you want... Old school or new school? I'm, I'm never going back, buddy. I, I want You're never going the, back? Oh, wow. I want the new one. I want the easier one. <laughs> but I want the one I win. That one. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can't make me. I'm not going back. Okay. All right. Cool. Whatever. Okay. So, for those that aren't aware, uh, in the new version of the This Week in Doom Patrol History Guessing Game, what I'll be doing is reading a line of dialogue from a page of a Doom Patrol comic that came out at some point in Doom Patrol history, well, within this week that we're recording. Not um, in the future. Not in the future, no, it's impossible. Um, and so Paul tells me when he's, you know, processed it, given it some thought, and I proceed to the next page. Um, Paul has until I reach the end of the issue to make his guess as to which actual Doom Patrol comic it is. When he gets to the final page, he has 30 seconds to make his final call. Now, so I'm trying to think what your record is. So, was it two or three pages? Or it was two, I believe. Let's say it was two. I think it was three, but I'm too lazy to go back and check the tapes. So, okay, here we go. Are you without ready? any empirical evidence? Let's go with two. Okay, sure. It sounds likely. Mm, three sounds more likely, but anyway, let's let's not let's just calm down. And are you ready? I am ready. Okay, here we go. So the first slide. <laughs> oh, and if there's a a description of a location uh, somewhere on the page, I have to give that away. So um, you have to tell me? Yeah, if, if it's in a box saying, you know, Los Angeles or, you know, the dark side of the moon or something, I will have to give right, okay. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay cool. here All we right. go. First cool. page. Let's give it a crack. Best of luck to you, Paul. That's what God said when he made people. Sound <laughs> <coughs> target. Here we go. Now, a little closer to home, it looks like the Doom Patrol is on the move. 
Okay. Sounds very uh, Silver Age. Okay. Uh, second page. Now closer to home, the dude problem. Okay, yeah. Boy, can you believe the size of this place? This kitchen is bigger than my whole apartment. Ah, okay. This maybe it's the Morrison one where they move. You ready for the for page three? Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, page the third. That's cows for you. Disgusting, blobby things. Cholesterol factories is what they are. Must be the fattest animals in the world, or close to it. <laughs> okay. Milk Wars is coming to mind at this point. <laughs> Next page. Okay. Okay, page the fourth. Ah, uh, hell with you. I'm heading up to Cliffstream. Find out a little more about this money situation. Ah. No, I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to make a statement. I think it's uh, the Arcudi run, the uh, Arcudi Tangin Huot run, volume three. I'm going to say that. You are correct Can, so far. I am correct, yes. Yes, you yes. just have to figure out which issue it is now. It sounds early. Anyway, yes, carry on. Uh, page five. If a brain could be kept alive and thinking in a glass jar, nobody would confuse that with a man. Right. I think it's in the first three issues. Can you confirm? Mm, that, that's that, that's that's very close. Yes, that's that's a very good ballpark figure. Yes, that's... <laughs> is that a confirmation? That is a confirmation. Okay, fantastic. Okay, page six, okay. are you ready? I am ready, yes. Well, if Cliff ain't around, what are we doing here? Looks to me like this is our day off. Ah, uh, okay. I think it's... Uh, I'm starting to think it's issue... Three? Ding, 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 you are correct. It is yes! issue three. Oh, good Lord. And I'm glad you got that on page six. Because on page seven, there is literally one line of dialogue, and it is one word. <laughs> and that word is, who? Ah, <laughs> so, okay, so yeah. okay, that's not, not too bad. Page, page six. And, and yes, going on sale for $2.50 American on December 5th of 2001, with the cover date of February of 2002, was Doom Patrol Volume 3, Issue 3. This issue was titled Grudge Match and was brought to us by John Arcudi, Tanning Huat, Bob Lappin, David Stewart, Harvey Richards and Andy Helfer. And the story showed us all the uh, new, mostly different Doom Patrol setting into their new headquarters, the old nightclub called Bruno's. While in St. Aloysius Hospital, uh, robot man Cliff Steele grappled with his existence before coming to aid the team against a surprise attack by the one and only Ron Goms. Oh, yes. The character find of 2001. Um, <laughs> who is Rom Goms? I hear most of you ask. Well, to find out more, you'll need to either track down that issue yourself or listen to us discuss it way back in episode 73 from October of 2016, which you can find over at awaitingfordoom.com in the Doom dossier for volume three. And that is it for the Doom Clock this week. Good golly. Yeah, Rom got Yeah, the, the page seven is... Uh, uh, who? Yeah, who... And it, it's when Rom Goms in his, you know, leather-clad glory is smacking the shit out of uh, Ted. That's uh, hard to say. Do you think Rom, Rom Goms should get a rom-com? 
And then once it's finished, they can put it in reruns. Reruns? Okay. Hmm. Well done, you. Something for everyone to ponder. At least one person. John, darling, why is it we're driving all the way to Rutland, Vermont? And why did we pick up all these podcasters from across the country? Remember that mysterious, evil, but most of all really, really gaudy envelope that we got that you told me to throw away immediately without opening it? Well, I opened it. And inside were free tickets to Rutland, Vermont, along with a letter that said we get to be Grand Marshals in the parade this year, but that this year it was on Thanksgiving instead of Halloween. I got one of those mysterious letters, too. Oh, we yeah. all got letters. We all got letters. Does anyone else know where that music is coming from? Oh, no! Oh, yes! <laughs> Damn it, John! Who's this guy? Greetings, casters of pods! It is I, Mephisto! We know! I don't. I have my suspicions. Be not suspicious, O comics-casting caffeinated consumer. You will all proceed to legendary Rutland, Vermont. And while there, cast your pods gloriously about various comics situated in that demonic, uh, I mean, idyllic locale. Starring a veritable league of avenging adventure for a generation of bat fans and, uh, Thor something. So beware, listeners of Mephisto vs. the Podcasters Year 666, Podcasters on Parade, featuring the podcasting talents of Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, Resurrections, the Warlock and Thanos podcast, Married with Crossover podcast with John and Maggie, Outcasters, a Batman and the Outsiders podcast, Coffee and Comics, Ninjas and Bots, You'll never look at Vermont the same way again. <laughs> no! <sighs> honey, honey, wake up. You won't believe the dream I just had. All right, John. What is it? Well, I was in a car with a bunch of podcasters, and Mephisto was making us do another Halloween podcast. You know as well as I do that it's on Thanksgiving this year. Oh, yeah. Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) And now it is time for the segment of the show that we call Doomsplaining, where we cover an issue of a Doom Patrol comic. This episode, it is going to be Unstoppable Doom Patrol issue number seven, the finale of this unstoppable this season, hopefully. This first of many, maybe a prelude to an ongoing. It's the one where it stops. They do stop in this. <laughs> well, they stop for now, at this stage. Um, yes. In the, this very issue. And Paul is going to take us through all the excitement and the action. Go, Paul! 
Okay, so uh, Doom Patrol, Unstoppable Doom Patrol number seven, not just regular Doom Patrol, uh, written by Dennis Culver, art and cover by Chris Burnham, uh, but there's another cover by Lyrics, Lyrics, which is uh, sort of cute and a little bit anime inspired. I yeah, like yeah, like, and, like a manga cover, yeah. Yeah, and there's one by Ivan Tao, which is a one in 25, so your store has to order 25 copies to get one of these, and it's, it's a bit sexy. I think the team are being sexy. Mm. But um, not just sexy, it's, you know, it's... There's Come more, on, you know. like Street Toughs. Street Tough sexy. Yeah, like a street gang that looks sexy, yeah. but they'll also kick the shit out of you. Yeah. Like when you see Mike, Mike and I on the street, you go, that's sexy and scary. Um, <laughs> that's... I hear that many times. I think those are, like, nicknames for each of us, and I'm clearly the sexy one. Yeah, and I'm scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I was just going down a Spice Girls channel there, but I, oh I pulled out in time. Thank God you didn't mention that bad joke. Yes. Anyway. 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 Don't interrupt me. Um, <laughs> right, so I'm going to tell everyone what happens inside this here comic here. Um, and it says, oh, the main cover has uh, the Doom Patrol in a swirly vortex of, you know, losing control of stuff. So they're all swirling around. And it has a it's a nice dark blue, which contrasts nicely nicely with uh, Cliff's goldy, coppery look. So mm. you don't see dark blue on covers very much. Not Though good, no. now that I say that, I am thinking of the Dark Knight Returns with the Lightning. That one, yeah, that is, has a fair bit of dark blue on it. That's true. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Yeah, uh, and now I'm thinking of the song "Dark Blue" by Ice House, but knowing it's electric blue. So. Yeah, it is. But it's all over you. Anyway. Um, stay on target, mate. You can stop this. All right. Our comic opens with quick history of the Candlemaker. The collective anxiety about possible nuclear annihilation. I thought or it's an ad for um, the Oppenheimer movie. Maybe it was everyone was worried about the Oppenheimer movie coming. Because there is a picture of Oppenheimer. I presume yeah. it is. Yeah. 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 Nicely timed, Dennis and Chris. You know, it's like, like they've got a little bit of future sight somehow. Yeah, I mean, if they had a picture of Barbie there as well, that would have been mind <laughs> That would have been scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine having a Barbie with Oppenheimer. Anyway, you, you wouldn't want him burning things. Um, oh, my God. Anyway, so anyway, the collective anxiety about possible nuclear annihilation coalesced into a consciousness called Egregore, or possibly Egregory, or... E. Gregory. I think it's Egregore. We'll go with Egregore. Anyway. Let's please go with Egregore. Egregore. Yeah. Not E. Gregory. Um, but you can read it that way. Like, yeah, anyway. You could. He was... You might be a little bit wrong. Maybe maybe it's like digital versions of Gregorian chants. Oh, maybe. Yeah, for e. the modern age, e. you know. Yeah. What was that band... Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah. What were they called? Nineties. Yeah. Every, the 90s. Everyone bought that CD, and no one knew why. Yeah, because um, I guess it was different. And um, oh, all right, let's just move on, and someone will let us know in the comments next. Enigma. Time. That was what the group was called. That was. That was the group. It was the Riddler. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Batman still hasn't figured out how he became so popular. 
through that music. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like Egregory, you're right. Egregor. Anyway, a young psychic girl. <laughs> Sorry. Please, please don't interrupt me, Mark. Okay. I'm really nailing this and you. Are you? Mucking my flow up. Um, a I? young psychic. A young. A, yo, a young psychic girl. Uh, this is Dorothy Spinner, for those of you who aren't exactly sure, uh, tapped into the power and combined it with her ability to manifest imaginary friends. And the candle maker was born. I'm King Candle. That's what he said. Um, sorry, you did that better than me. And um, But he was snuffed by the Doom Patrol. And I mean, like extinguished, not, not yeah. snorted. Um, but... <laughs> You you must still be really relaxed from your five week holiday. I'm really relaxed. This, this yeah. is this is going so you know not smoothly. <laughs> I think it's really good. Actually. Anyway, do you? Yeah, let's critique it, critique it when I'm done. Critique. Uh-huh. Crit- so, but what is that? It's critique. Um, but by saving some of the wax remnants, General Immortus was able to bring this bad idea back to life in a new form, making him the Eternal Flame. Yes, when we covered that name and what that reminds people. Anyway, his attempt to immediately burn the world fails as his eternal flame gutters. That's an actual word about what happens to flame when it starts to... Oh, wow, okay. It gutters. It's not, you know, not just for collecting rain. It's what happens to flame. (laughs) Right. Sputters. Gutters. Gutters Um, and sputters. Yeah. I'm I'm like one of those calendars that gives you a word of the day, but I do it in a podcast um, accidentally. Mm. Anyway, Mm. so, uh, you know, um, I I knew that it was gutters already, but you obviously didn't. That's good. Um, But, sorry, getting back on target. As Hungan warns him, it, um, put slash it there because we're not sure of his gender at this point, uh, that the spell is incomplete. He commands a freaked out Mala. So this is Eternal Flame commands a freaked out Mala. I do love how freaked out Mala looks on this page. Like he does. Eyes are just, you know, what the hell? He looks um, really worried. Yeah. He does look really worried. Anyway, but let's save that till we get past the synopsis. Um, he, anyway, he commands a freaked out Mala to destroy Cliff, Willoughby and Niles with more conventional fire from a gun, not just Eternal Flame from a, uh, a mystical force man thing um but niles's force field protects them the trio realize they have a chance to thwart eternal flame before the spell is resolved all right so that's where they're at okay uh so cliff messages the chief who i'm just pointing out that's jane now not the, mm. that's not the chief niles yeah. yeah so we're calling him niles that's why i wrote niles in the early parts of the synopsis that i'm right. reading okay. very well at this point um, uh, Cliff messages the chief who is fighting in the shelter, which is their base, against the other Brotherhood members of uh, that's the Eternal Flames crew, and the team are having the most trouble with the Quiz with her power, uh, which is of course to uh, have every power that people haven't thought of or someone hasn't thought of. Mm. Yeah, so that's yeah. Um, but an embiggened Rita, um, Elastic Girl, managed to stun her, and Larry uses his Keeg powers, which is you know the alien energy inside him, um, to mind-link the quiz with Jane, leading to an empathy breakthrough uh, via Jane in the underground. And when I said Jane earlier, I meant the, the Chief as well. So just so we're... Yeah. Like, Jane has lots of personalities. The Chief is one of those personalities. She's the dominant one. Jane's in the underground. Blah, blah. Um, 
Yes, but in this in the underground they have a chat and they realise that uh, Sachiko, which is the real name of the quiz, is being blackmailed by General Amortis with the last shredded piece of her one true refuge from the world, which is the painting that ate Paris, which is, and the world inside there. Um, see earlier episodes of uh, our podcast and stuff. <laughs> or listen, probably better than see. Yeah, they're um, not going to see much. No. No. Okay. Are you fine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm following along, yeah. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's, it's good, very good. I, I, you know, I was quite pleased with how it's going. It's got some bigger words in it. Anyway, meanwhile, Willoughby Kipling has squiggled Siggles. <laughs> Mr. Siggle, the squiggle. Squiggled Squiggled sigils all over Cliff to give him extra protection in the battle against uh, the, the Eternal Flame. I keep going to call him the King Candlemaker and Mortis Man, but um, I'm going to go with Eternal Flame because that's actually what, what the, the writer intended. Um, Larry contacts Mento in his think tank, which is the tank where Mento with his mental powers floats, and tells him to forget the deliberately careful holding back that they have him doing, and they need him fully unleashed. Um, and he's not sure about doing that, but, uh, yeah, he d- does get with the program. Uh, Hungen declares that the spell is complete, and now Eternal Flame has unlimited power! Oh, no! Yeah, did you like Um But suddenly Jane's altar flit teleports the whole team up top uh, on the, where the, the fight is above the shelter, uh, where the graveyard is, and with the quiz now on their side! Hooray! Hey, Eternal Flame is undaughtered. Un, undaughtered? He is not. He has no daughters. He, he, he is, is undaunted. Childless. He is, un, he, he is undaunted. There we go. Yeah. Uh, he's not daunted. He's undaunted. And he incinerates the painting remnant, declaring that he will use his a thousand voices to name all the possible powers of the quiz. Um, but then he realizes that Sachiko has used her unnamed power to remove his imagination. Hot damn. Mm. That is this bloody brilliant stuff there. Yep. Dennis, I salute you for that one. That was just, you know, when you think about it, she could not be beaten by anyone if she used that power the second she appeared to attack people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or the ability to speak or think. Yeah. Um... Is that what actually happened? I thought Mento blocked his telepathy powers. Oh, did he? Yeah. He's, oh, okay. Yeah, Quiz is, is about to face off with him. He's yeah. burnt the remnant, and he's like, with thousands of voices, I can simply call uh, every name. And then just as he's about to, then Mento appears in like a little floating head above him. And says, limitless power can now take you as far as your imagination. And I just telepathically blocked your access to that. If I was the quiz, I would probably the first thing attack I would do is put bananas up people's bums. <laughs> ah, the old Axel Foley trick. <laughs> That's what I would. You know, people wouldn't be prepared for that, would they? No, no, I wasn't prepared to hear that. So um, <laughs> I would be even less prepared for the actual eventuating banana in, <laughs> in my buttocks. <laughs> My, Hello my to all cousin. the kids listening. <laughs> Don't try that at home. <laughs> well, you can peel them afterwards. Anyway. Um, How? No, don't answer that. <laughs> Eternal Flame falls back to Plant B. Um, I'm assuming he used uh, letters to number his plants, um, which is destroy everything on Earth. Yeah, 
not a bad plan. But the quiz renders a red rip in reality and ruthlessly removes him from this plane. I mean, Sorry, the, I didn't quite catch that. Can you say that again? The quiz renders a red rip in reality and ruthlessly... I lose it at ruthlessly, don't I? I ruthlessly removes him from this plane. Right. And, I thought that's what you said. Thank you. And I mean the plane of reality, not a airplane. Or even a you know one of those things you use to smooth wood with the yeah, shavings. No, 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 not one of them. Anyway, um, this the is so well. Yeah, it is, <laughs> this is magical. Um, so relaxed. I am very relaxed. The team's victory is short-lived as Peacemaker moves in with his squad of... I said giant sentinels, but then I remember they're called Peace Hammers. But they're basically giant sentinels. Aren't yeah. They? Yeah. Um, with all the team, uh, the Doom Patrol team's heavy hitters burnt out, it falls to the degenerate to go full aggro, and Beast Girl uses her power to amplify feelings uh, to increase his negativity, making him more monstrous and massive than ever before. And he really starts tearing into the Peace Hammers. Mm. Um, Peacemaker and the General, what's his name? Uh, Carter Blanche, hopefully. <laughs> General Blanche. They leave in disgust uh, before he can destroy all their other hardware. Uh, the, by that, I mean the giant Peace Hammers not, and helicopters and stuff. Not, not tools. Not, not like... Plane not for tools. smoothing wood. No, not like a plane for smoothing. And uh, even though they are called peace hammers, they're not ham- literal hammers. No, they're not. They're, they're tools of um, subjugation or attack. I don't know. Implements of war. Implements of war. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Flip transports the heroes to safety as the comic fades to black with a caption promise that the Doom Patrol will return. Dot, dot. And that's the end. That's the very end of the comic. Um, Nothing else. Oh, hey, did you turn the page after that? No, mine ended at that point. Yours your ended. <laughs> no, no, if you just, uh, there's like a, a double page ad for some upcoming DC uh, mangas um, coming up, so that those look interesting. But if you turn the page again, mangas, there's a little bit more. Let's call them mangas, mate. Ma- manga, manga. It's, it's, it's the correct way to say manga. Is it now? Not like fishmonger. Anyway, have you shown those extra pages yet? No, no, mine just mine has a back page. Oh well, look, I'll tell you what happens then. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're still in the ruthlessly red rip in reality uh, with the <laughs> caption. Sometime later, the space between universes, the bleed, and we see uh, Eternal Flame sort of falling, 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 and he, you know, crashes down on this hunk of rock floating in the middle of, of the bleed of this you know, space between multiple dimensions or whatever. And it looks like he crash lands on Danny the Street. What? Except except where it says um, Bona Tavada on the street sign that we're so used to, Danny yeah. greeting visitors with that. Um, it's got the, the N crossed out in Nada, and it says... Uh, uh, in Vada, sorry, with an N. So it's Bona to Nada, as in Nada. Welcome as to nothing. Welcome to nothing. As, as the Eternal Flame starts to pull himself up off the ground, we can see there's a burning ambulance on its side in the distance. And um, he hears his voice, and uh, he, he looks up, and he's talking to none other than the Batwoman who laughs. What? Yeah. No such character. Yeah, and, and then there's uh, another, the end, dot, 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 dot question mark. Chris. And, you know, the Batwoman who laughs is saying, you know, 
um, when Eternal Flame says, where am I? And she says, not so much uh, a where as a what. A street that became a world and thought it was a god. I've been here a long time trying to break it. Want to help? And that can't be good. <laughs> no. All right. Question for you, Mike. Yes, Paul. Do you think this is part of the Doom Patrol plan, or do you think this is part of the Dawn of DC plan that uh, uh, has been editorially um, introduced? Is it, is it an editorial additive? I, I, I think it's more... Um, I think I read somewhere that um, this creative team had used Batwoman Who Laughs in another comic that I haven't read. Um, and that's why she appears here. Kind of like with the Batman Incorporated villains that they've yeah. brought into this. So I think it might just be a preference for this creative team um, to try and bring in possibly another monster for the patrol to try and save. Oh. Maybe. I mean, you know, she might start out as, you know, the next big bad in Season 2 of Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Or, you know, uh, a villain that gets... Face, uh, you know, put in their place. Uh, sorry, put in the face of the patrol in the ongoing series, which I'm still willing into existence with the same creative team um, out into the universe. I don't know. I don't think I haven't seen anything in. You know, you know, there's that dawn of DC timeline that kind of gets shown every now and then about the things oh, yeah, that are coming yeah, yeah, up, yeah. and like you know, Beast World is the next one, and there's something with like an ominous-looking skull you know, further along to the right as you look at that timeline thing. I don't think Batwoman Who Laughs... I'd be very surprised if she had anything to do with that. Maybe she does. I don't know. I don't think it's an editorial thing. All right. Okay. I've just done a little bit of looking up because and Batwoman Who Laughs Who Laughs keeps laughing, not, you know... Yeah. Just did one laugh once. Um... Yeah, uh, first appeared in Justice Leaving Incarnate number two, uh, which I believe was written by Dennis, and I believe I have that comic. Oh. Oh. And uh, let me, I'm just going to look it up to see what I can say about it that makes this sound really good. Non-relaxed and laser-like focused. Yeah, okay. First appearance of Batman, Batwoman Who Laughs. It's written by Joshua Williamson and Dennis Colmer, so it wasn't um, Chris on this one. Okay, okay. Yeah. But still, and Dennis was involved. Yeah, yeah, Dennis was involved, so that might be worth revisiting for um, those Re of us who, who who have visited it before or not visited it. You could visit it. Yeah. And then, yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I would like to know what... Dennis's plan is for that. So, well, Chris's, or, yeah, maybe, the DC. Maybe, if they're listening, you know, they might be agreeable to returning to the show. Well, yeah, we could have a little chatty chat. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll get uh, some spoilers there. We you should email them, and say, email them and say, do you want a little chatty chat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. and, and we'll see what they come back with, like, new email address, who dis? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay, I have a question for you now. Okay. Do you think this issue... No. <laughs> ...stuck the landing overall for this first, hopefully first, of, of many, 
um, seasons of Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Yes, I did. Actually, I, I mean, I kind of, I was being facetious when I stopped the, um... No! <laughs> I know! What? Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> when I stopped the synopsis there, I was being facetious because that is the best ending point for the story. And I did, I really liked the fact that uh, Sashiko switches sides um, and that, you know, but she wasn't really truly evil. She was just being manipulated. And even the fact that the painting that at Paris remnant gets destroyed i mean that's symbolic that she can live in the real world now and hopefully join the team i'd love it if she was on the team that would be great that that would be very interesting yeah um Mm -hmm. interesting character unexplored um and kind of tragic like if you just left her as it was it was kind of tragic um yeah yeah and you know for all the problems on the doom Patrol, we don't have anyone who's you know has well i don't know what's the reality phobia where you're scared of you know dirt and microbes and all that sort of stuff it's you know yeah mm. I, I don't want to make up a word but yeah the, that it's a, is, it's a phobia of some sort yeah 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 so and it's kind of unexplored i don't recall anyone like that in comics uh being a main character anywhere mm. uh, you know Interesting. except for the batwoman who's scared of dirt um <laughs> no <laughs> that's a different plane of reality he's not a character yet <laughs> not yet not yet. Thanks no. for putting that one out there. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm, I really like that. And I thought the battle was good. Everyone got something to do. And the resolution of it wasn't just, uh, you know, a deus ex machina. Um, you know, like, people didn't go and watch that film. The, they, with the robot girl. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, it, you know, it was a clever plot. Like, let's get sigil, sigils, sigils on, squiggled onto... Steel. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that this is one of the first big battles where Cliff didn't get an arm ripped off or anything. He didn't that's, get that's torn apart. Oh, yeah, no drinkies yeah. for us on that, because no. that happens a lot. Yeah, and um, really the, the, the saving of the team was handled by the side characters of the Doom Patrol, or the new characters, oh. really. Yeah, because, um, yeah, Willoughby came up with a plan, and, um, you know... Mento went full Mento on them, and, yep. you know, that's where he blocked the thing, which I got wrong in the synopsis, but no one will notice that. No, you were uh, testing me. You were testing me. I was right? testing you, yes, I Monica. I passed with flying colours. You, you know? passed with colours that were flying. Yes. Um, they flew past, then you passed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not vomit. Not a technicolour flying colour. No. No. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I really like that. What, uh, what about you? I love this ending, even with the mystery pages that you somehow missed at the very end, facetious or no. Um, I loved everything about this finale. It was just fantastic. And I went back and reread the entire run, and I cannot fault anything about it. Um, I did find an int- I did some research online, and I did find it interesting that there were a couple of people that admitted that they were new to the Doom Patrol, and they they felt that there was a good portion of it that would have been better received by long-time readers of the Patrol. And I kind of get that and accept it, um, because there's a lot of history in these seven issues as well, as as well as the new stuff. So, you know, maybe that's something to take into consideration. But, I mean, you've got to have the classic stuff there for it to be the Doom Patrol to begin with anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the very impressive things about this run is it has not 
sidelined anything from the past mm-hmm. um and it's kind of used it but it's used it, it like tonally we haven't had a doom patrol like this for a long 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 time like it, it's it's sort of standard adventures it's kind of you know um not metaphysical it's not you know so you know they've really tapped into the history of things but i mean take for instance the first page which is a very very clear concise history of the candle maker in a way that anyone can understand mm. um you know it's really really good now uh, will the candle maker and eternal flame mean more to you if you've read the the stories absolutely but if you haven't you've got the basics there yeah but um there's been no um redoing of continuity or anything like basically everything that happened to the doom patrols happened um for better or worse i mean there's there's some cases where I'd, i wish they'd undone some things like the the death of dorothy and the death of oh. um, coagula kate you know those things it would be nice if they're undone but um as we've seen with this series and particularly the short doom patrol story from um the ghouls just want to have fun you know they're they're sort of canonizing this stuff yes. um yeah and yeah for better or for worse they've said this has all happened and it's part of the history of this team so you know and considering what happens with most uh comics and the you know where's the continuity at? i mean like look at power girl can you say that everything that happened to power girl has happened not really we don't know and she <laughs> seems to be a completely different character uh, so, uh, yeah. hello to the power girl fans yes um, yeah yeah i i yeah i'm sure it would be nice if dorothy was back but i think it adds more weight to this ver- this iteration of the patrol that she's still dead um, yeah and and like i would love to see uh coagula back as well coagula's awesome but again i i think we just have to accept we can't have everything um, yeah, and, and like there's, there's been more than enough interesting new characters that have been introduced in this one, like Solo Simon, you know, guys a giant walking mushroom. Yeah. What the heck, you know? Um, yeah. Beast and, girl, and Beast, Beast girl, you know she's awesome. We've got so many awesome new things to go along with the OG crew. If yeah. I want to be street cool and stuff, um, yeah. yeah so I, all this cool new stuff, acknowledging everything that happened in the past. And wrapped up in this fantastic, beautiful artwork. Um, that's like honestly, it's fun to look at. I love looking mm-hmm. at Chris Burnham's art. It's just a pleasure for the eyes. So, yes. You know, eyes connected to the brain, so the brain, of course, feels the pleasure as well. It's not just you know, it's not like having your eyes tickled in a pleasant way. Um, do you get which, your eyes tickled in a pleasant way, do you, Paul? Well, yeah, you can get all sorts of things in Thailand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's why he was there for five weeks. Um, <laughs> I, I must admit, I did message Dennis and Chris once I'd finished reading um, issue seven, and I just, you know, I rambled on a little bit, not too long, but just enough to give them um, a couple of thank yous in all caps um, and, you know, ask them to, to pass on um, our thanks to the rest of the creative team. And, um, yeah, they, they were both very appreciative of, of my little message. So, um, yeah, I, I love this series. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's great. It's, it's lots of big fancy words that aren't coming forth at the moment. Yeah, and um, uh, kudos to Brian Reber, the colorist, and Pat Rousseau, the letterer, as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and Ben Abernathy, who's the editor of it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well done. I mean, it, it's a great series. Like, and you've got seven issues by the same creative team. Uh, no fill-ins on the art or anything. Uh, 
the extra issue we got had a different artist. Yeah, but that's a deliberate. It's not like, okay, oh, we oh we're behind. You know, here's another rando. Yeah, that you was know, a bonus. That, you know, it was, was a bonus. That wasn't originally part of it. So, yeah. yes, I, I take your point, but I refute your point, <gasps> and I smash your point onto the ground and step on it. But I'm going to... My point! My yeah, point. and squishing my heel back and forwards to the okay, side. Okay, okay, all right. You, it? Yeah, so your point is completely you, smushed. You just, you're just being a bitch now. Nothing pointy about your point left, mate. So. You're happy with yourself? Pretty uh, good. I think I really visually, visually explained what happened to your point then. Right, okay. So relaxed. Right. All right, anything else you want to add before we move on to the uh, DVP with the Doom Gong? Oh, I can't even think of a single Doom Gong for this. Um, but this was just... Just the way the, the whole team came together at the end. That was just fantastic to see. When yeah. the teleports them all uh, up to the cemetery. Um, it was and, a real hell yeah moment. Yes, yes it was. It very much right, and and when Cliff goes, I totally believe in magic now, <laughs> and Rita flings him towards Eternal Flame, and and good old Flex is there cheering her on, going, "Nice shot, babe!" <laughs> like, a little touch, like, but that that hell yeah moment where Flick teleports them all, and yeah, um, and you know Eternal Flame's going, "Fool, the world is already mine," and he's got Cliff in a chokehold, and uh, yeah. you, you know, Bisco goes, not anymore, it belongs to us. And the whole crew is there. It's just such a wonderful page, that one. Wow, excellent, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do you have uh, a Doom Gong to hand out? I'd like to give it to um, the quiz, Sachiko, okay. for switching, switching sides. And I hope she's now a member of the team. Um, I think she's going to be fun, hoping for new costume, you know, that sort of thing. All that sort of stuff, I hope. I hope she gets to stay with the team or at least, you know, join the support crews of the... Yeah, but I'd love to see more of her. And it, it's so... I love it when a, a villain becomes a hero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Love it. I'm, I think I'm going to have to go with, with Jane, just her leadership skills and turning into flits and, you know, talking to Sashiko in, in the underground yeah. um, and just sort of... You know, coming up with the plan when at first she didn't want to leave the shelter, and then she's like, "Oh, hang on a minute, this might work." And you know, g getting Negman to to do the zapping of the brains and that. Um, I think, yeah, it's very difficult to call just one, but I'm I'm going to give it to to Jane. Yeah, and I love the fact that once the quiz switched sides, they obviously dealt with the rest of the Brotherhood instantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, yep. Like they're all like, yeah, and now we'll go to the main battle. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, fantastic Alrighty. stuff. Yeah, fantastic. We, yeah, it, this was a treat to do these seven issues, and yeah, yeah thank you, uh, Dennis, and thank you, Chris, and for the rest of the team. Yeah, Brian, met you at HeroesCon. You're your top bloke. Um, so yeah, thank you, everyone. But uh, that will be it for this part of the show, which is Doom Splanning. I have two more words offer to the creative team of this book. Okay. If, if I may. Yes. Those two words are more please. More please. Yes, more Doom Patrol, please. There we go. And and <laughs> this, is more, this is more than two words. Please, 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 I beg of you, Dennis Culver, please give General Blanche the first name of Carter. If, if nothing else, you will make this little Doom Patrol fan's heart just explode with excitement if his first name can please be Carter.
<laughs> it, it, it just tickles my funny bone, and you know, if if that comes true, I will just never shut up about it. Oh dear! It's just so funny. He's card blanche. Card blanche. And then they could delve into his whole history, like maybe he was a spy as well, and you know, was into you know big costume changes and stuff, but no one knew who he really was because he was <laughs> Carter Blanche. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Play please, a promo, Mike. Please, Dennis. Carter Blanche, please, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> of all the stuff I want out of the next Doom Patrol series, it's Carter Blanche. Come on. Uh, more like Doom Patrol. Cameo. I mean, I'd be happy with a cameo, but you just want a name change. <laughs> no, it's not even... A, we've never known his first name. I know. So I know. It'll just be General Blanche. I, I want confirmation that that is his first name. That's the last of the months, you know. If it calls for a rewrite in Series 2, so be it. It will <laughs> definitely be appreciated. I will, like... I'll, I'll, I'll just be so over the moon that, A, the Doom Patrol will be back in another volume, and, B, <laughs> if his first name is Carl. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. I'm, I'm going to play oh, yeah. a promo, and then we'll come back. So, Andy, we have to do a new trailer for The Overlooked Dark Knight. Really? Why? Because we moved. We moved? Yeah, things um, things weren't working out with the system that I've used since 2008, and the episodes are taking forever to come out, so I just moved us over to Libsyn. And is this going to change anything about the show? Oh, absolutely not. We're still reading Batman comics and talking about them. Well, because it's hard to talk about comics you've not read. Yeah, for the most part. And we're sticking to the Batman comics that have been overlooked or forgotten over the years? That's the plan. And we're just going to abandon that format whenever we want from time to time? More than likely. I mean, it it is us. (laughs) Yeah, right? Rules are meant to be broken anyway. And what about the old episodes? Well, the old episodes will still be available on the old feed. I, I have no plans on closing that out. I may start porting some of those over to the new feed, but all of the feeds are going to stand for the moment. Uh, for the new episodes, just look for the album cover with the Jerry Bingham art wherever you look for your podcasts. Seems relatively foolproof. And I'll still be doing posts at www.fortressofbailey2.com where people can leave comments, and see the covers, and occasionally pages from the comics we talk about. Brilliant. So, meeting adjourned. Pint! I'm up for that. And now it's part of the show where we look at the mailbag of doom and see what messages we have been sent by our lovely people who listen to our show. And what have we got, Mike? First up, we heard from Buffalo DeLorean, who left a comment uh, about episode 187, which was the Y2K episode where we talked about the Totems uh, storyline from the Vertigo V2K special. Uh, and Buffalo said, Totems just got a call back in the Robotman story in this week's Ghouls Just Want to Have Fun. The story's full of references, but I'm surprised this was remembered at all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's like when we went, oh, no one ever remembers this story, and then within a month there's a mention of it in yeah. a comic yeah. published by DC. It's just so weird. How and, good are we? You know, yeah, oh, well, I don't think it's personal glory, but you know it, it, what a what a stream of coincidence that happened at that in that way. Like, yep. you know, we could have easily never come covered that comic <laughs> quite, quite easily. Yeah. yeah, quite easily, and yep. we did. Anyway, 
Yeah, thank you, Buffalo DeLorean. Um, yeah, and we also got one from Craig in Canada, Craig McDee, and he said, uh, congratulations on hitting the streaming milestone because we've reached 100,000 downloads. Mm. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm doing that thing with my nails on my, my shirt, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. You're picturing one of them? Yeah, dust no, himself not, off. Not, yeah. I'm not Freddy Krueger-ing my shirt. I'm yeah, I didn't that. say that. Just, yeah, I know. Just, I know what you're doing. Just, you I know, know you've got a real active imagination. I'm trying to just bring oh it into... Oh, God, I wish I was relaxed. Um, yeah. Anyway, Craig said, This issue was a lot of fun. Love the cliffhanger. He's talking about Is This Money, which is part six, the previous... Yes. Yeah, anyway. I, I'm, I just... I'm really impressed with how focused I am on this. Are you? Mm. Anyway, um, and he said, uh, I hope we get another Doom Patrol series. Yes, we really have that. And from the creative team, and maybe even a Flex Force spin off. That sounds like a, a Wii U game, doesn't it? <laughs> With a little platform, Flex Force. Yes. I, I, I don't know if I'd be up for a Flex Force series. I mean, it could work. Um, I, I'd probably prefer for them to be like a B-team in a single Doom Patrol comic. Okay. Yeah, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, very cool. Yet, yes, according to what Paul thought was the final page, it said the Doom Patrol will return. That sounds like a promise to me. So, it is a promise, yeah. Yes. Uh, we heard from Buffalo DeLorean again, also commenting on episode 189, so issue, issue 6 of Unstoppable Doom Patrol. And this time Buffalo said, Congratulations, I really like that all the metahumans a patrol have rescued, even from mostly off-page missions like Animal, Vegetable, Mineral Man, are getting a part to play with Flex Force. The quiz. Her new design is fun, more like a kimono than the older shower curtain gown. The mix of Brotherhood members from the classic run, Marv Wolfman and Jeff Johns' Teen Titans, and Grant Morrison's non-Doom Patrol work is a really great combination. Sort of like how the Unstoppable Doom Patrol are a bit of a fusion of previous iterations. I think the previous issues have done a good job of advancing the big picture plot alongside the one-off adventures, but I'm glad to see things coming to a head. I'm really looking forward to the finale, and I also hope both Culver and Burnham come back for another series, maybe with a new adjective? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. The, pa- the pausable Doom Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> the pausable, yeah. The, the, um, the relaxed Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, relentless Doom Patrol. Relent. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, there, there's people at DC you can think of these things. We're not. The, the, it's not our job. Not our job. The, the fuck around and find out Doom Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a bit harsh. I thought we had a really good tone, and then you've harsh, harshed the buzz. Hello again to all the kids. Well, it could be like their extreme era, you know. If, yeah. if, they're, if they're doing little riffs on, on X-Men stuff with, you know, not Sentinels, and that maybe yeah. it's time for the Doom Patrol to get up really tough and have pouches everywhere and, and big guns bigger than their own heads and stuff. Yeah. Extreme. The extreme Doom Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had that with Doom Patrol. Anyway, yeah. uh, we've got another comment. We got one from Justin Steiner on the, uh, the website that we have. Uh, this was on uh, episode eight, 188, Assault on Main Street. Mm-hmm. So that's issue five. Yep. Five. And he said, hello, gentlemen. That's uh, a bit... That's, that's kind. Might um, love him. <laughs> 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 Never met it, says he. 
Um, I'm working on catching up. I wanted to drop you a quick note on this episode. I enjoyed the issue and your commentary. As I write this, number seven has not yet hit ultra, so I don't know if it wraps up well. I'm optimistic since the first six have been quality. I like that as an adjective. Mm. Quality. Quality. The yeah. quality Doom Patrol, maybe that'll be. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, good. Uh, loved hearing you both talk about your Star Wars animated listening Oh, yeah, we did do that. We said we were both watching. And he said, I'd finished Clone Wars around when you recorded and was into the first season of Rebels. Uh, Rebels. I'm so happy I did, as they add so much to the story. Haven't had a chance to start Ahsoka yet, but hoping to as we hit Thanksgiving break here in the States. So a little bit of Star Wars talk in our Doom Patrol. Mm, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm on to season three of uh, Rebels. And, oh, it's good. Ah, yeah. Okay. It's very yes, good. It's, it's very good. Good stuff happens there. Yep, Thrawn causing all sorts of problems. It's like, oh, and, and full, who's Fulcrum? Who isn't Fulcrum? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Thrawn in my side. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I saw the Eurythmics uh, back on the Revenge Tour, which I believe wow. was... That would have been yeah. 87? 87, I believe it might have yeah. been. Or 80, was it 89? Anyway, I saw them, and I was front row centre in Sydney. Oh, I'm so yeah. jealous. Yeah. yeah, I could see all the pock marks on Dave Stewart's face. Oh, dude. <laughs> Low blow. They've done some living, that man. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Any, Annie Lennox wore a red bra. Oh, my God. <laughs> we also heard from Fabio. <laughs> entitled his email, Showing hey. the Enthusiasm. And, and, Fabio. and Fabio Abad, he says, Dear Mike and Paul, once again, it was great to follow a new Doom Patrol series with you. I'm always worried when a new DP series is announced. I keep thinking they might do something so bad that it affects the legacy of the series. Or they take a new approach that deeply mischaracterizes the main characters. Well, that's not what happened with Unstoppable Doom Patrol. I'm really grateful to you guys for motivating me to follow the series from the beginning. I didn't regret it. Hey, we did something. Yeah, we're influencers. I got yeah. to know Dennis Culver through the interview in, eps 100, in episode 178. I didn't know Chris Burnham either, and you also helped me understand the recent background of the series. I no longer read regular DC series, or Marvel for that matter, so I had no idea how important the serum was or why there were so many monsters running around. Thanks for filling in the gaps. Coming from you, I knew it was not hype. You were sharing the enthusiasm, which is much better. There are many positive points in Unstoppable Doom Patrol. I like the done-in-one stories, but forming a larger narrative arc. Agreed 100%. Abad, agreed. Um, I like the numerous references to Doom Patrol's past, but using this to signal a new path. Uh, it was not just repetition. The art was exceptional and dynamic. Overall, I think there were too many references slash homages to the, the X-Men. The team going after monsters like them reminded me of the beginning of X-Factor. Mento slash Think Tank 2 on the role of Cerebro, but with a look reminiscent of the original Weapon X. The division into sub-teams, with each sub-team getting a series of their own, perhaps. Anyway, on a more personal view, I didn't enjoy the way they brought Dorothy back. I always thought she deserved to be treated better. She should be left to rest. Anyway, I really liked the series as a whole, and I enjoyed following the return of Doom Patrol with you. All the best, Arvard. P.S. Thanks for the comments about me on the Coffee Brigade. It's been quite fun to follow the podcast since the beginning, and the coffees are just to show how much I appreciate this platform to connect uh, with fellow Doom Patrol fans. Thank you very much, Arvard. That's very much yeah. appreciated. And, um, yeah, I, I agreed on, you know... Uh, yeah, I forget that they're all one and done for the most part, and the, but yeah. still the, that narrative arc um, over the top of it all—it's great stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, and um, yeah, uh, Arbad bought us some coffees just before he sent us this email, uh, yes. which is his second time getting us coffees. Thanks, thanks, Arbad. Yeah, and it was quite a few coffees, so they came in the cardboard tray. Like, uh, <laughs> you didn't stack them; you put, you know, carried them easily. Yeah, but I really appreciate that. And you have been here from the beginning. Like, uh, yeah, yes. um, you were one of the first people to write us an email. So, and yeah, thank you so much, Arbad, for all your support yes. over all this time. And uh, I promise that uh, if you enjoy what we're doing, we will continue to do it. And I can't believe that you'd like it. I mean, I, I get on this show and I feel like I do a, like I climb up a 40-foot ladder onto uh-huh. a diving board right. and then do a bomb into a bucket of vomit and people <sighs> seem to enjoy it. So, yeah, thank you. Did you just call our show a bucket of vomit? No, I said my performance on the show is like doing a bomb into a bucket of right. vomit. Yeah, you know, and re- good thing you yeah. relaxed then. Yeah, yeah. When I was jumping, I was doing that. You clutch in your knee with two hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you doing that now? <laughs> I did actually do that now, and I'm describing it. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did. Can you be? Can you just just speaking of, of the length of time we've been doing this show? Yeah. Um. It'll be next December. Will be our tenth anniversary. In twelve months. Yeah. Yeah. In twelve months yeah. time. Yeah. That, yeah that's, that's that's crazy. That's ten years of doing the show. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. You know. And then you know our other shows have popped up along the way. Um, yeah. But and yeah. the most part, it's been really fun, except for those t- episodes we talked about John Byrne stuff. <laughs> Speaking of diving into a bucket of vomit, yes. <laughs> you don't make Robot Man and Rita kiss, ever. <laughs> you just don't do it. Especially when she looks like a little girl. What, that the was, is, uh, what the hell is wrong with you, John Byrne? That was a bucket of vomit with like a good two-inch um, covering of pus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello again to all the kids listening in. <laughs> don't try that at home. <laughs> Put that yeah. on the tray. <laughs> oh, God, so relaxed. Um, was there anything else in the mailbag, Paul? Uh, yes, yes, there was. There's another comment from Justin Steiner. Yay! Justin. Yay! Woo! I'm doing Muppet arms. Yeah, Kermit arms. Um, and he's so he's obviously caught up. This is for episode 189. Is this bang, which is the episode before this one? So cool. Thank you, yeah. Justin. Uh, congrats on the downloading milestone. Uh, your vel- velvet worm discussion made me think of uh, the walrus was Paul. Yeah, that was some pretty tight podcasting we did on that. So relaxed. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, uh, this. I mean, I, I love that I nail down all the facts before I start podcasting. About oh, it. it's great. You know. Yeah, I. Res- you know, we- researched like a fox. Yeah, I have references for everything I say. It's you know, and it's. They might not be correct references, but they're citations. Yes, you'll you'll see anything written on a toilet wall, and you'll comment on it. Yeah, I will. Um, Speaking of music, I definitely heard the Bangles throughout your discussion. Uh huh. Yeah, Yeah. this because of the Eternal Flame thing. Um, Great call on the Purple Suits. Volume two is where I started with the Doom Troll. Was it now thirty-five years ago? Yikes! Oh, yikes! Just What's the Purple t- Suits thing, Mike? I don't really... That, that was where, that. yeah, where the, the younger, newer teams, like, uh, hands and that had the purple costumes because they were the oh, newer yeah. team. And then Flex Force also have the purple and white costumes. Thanks, See, Mike. That's research. That's adding value. <laughs> Ain't 
no dive bombing in the, vo- in the vomit over here. Where do you want this value? Put it in the corner. Extra value. Um, you know, you can spread it on the floor. I don't know. Uh, don't slip on the vein. Um, as I type this, I'm hoping number seven hits Ultra tomorrow. I think it did, actually, because I read this when I was in Thailand, uh-huh. and I read volume seven digitally before I got my physical copy when I returned, mm. which is... Mm, details people don't need to know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to read it, then listen to you guys talk about it. Until then, which is now. Which is right now. You're Whoa. welcome, Justin. And thank Inception. you for joining us once Whoa. again. Yes. Christopher Nolan is directing this podcast. Um, the the Incepted Doom Patrol. <laughs> Does that work? That doesn't work. Shut up, Michael. Yeah, it's well, stupid. If someone has a scepter and they get in the scepter, they're intercepting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. One thing I did love about this issue, just to backtrack yeah. completely. Okay, yeah. The way Rita shrank down. And yeah, she, she even commented. Move. She even commented on how everyone forgets that I'm able to shrink down as well as get really big. I was like, yeah. "Yes, oh my god!" Yeah. Yeah. And then she embiggened with such speed and force to just knock him out. Oh, it was so oh, good. Yeah, no, it's it was dull. fantastic. Oh, yeah, yes. and that's I reckon that's Dennis saying I read a lot of Doom Patrol comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not anyway. just the ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not just the painting that ain't Paris, but also the you know the weird ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like she got stuck in a little jar in yeah. the sixties. She used to shrink down and go and spy on stuff, you know. I was like, really small in the sixties too. Where well, you I got, I got bigger. I embiggened. <laughs> oh, this this I'm no, I'm just not even going to go there because it could go so dangerously wrong. The kids could still be listening. I'm still scared about the bucket of vomit thing. <laughs> I'm not going to go into any details about. You in beginning in the no, no, Paul, no, too far, too far, mate. Yeah, it's a bucket of vomit with a two inch skin of pus that's slightly hardened on top, you know, a bit like when you have hot milk and then it gets a skin on it, but it's pus. Are you sure you're still relaxed? Yeah, no, do you need another holiday, maybe? (laughs) Always, always. Need a holiday to get over your holiday. Anyway, anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm moving on. Um, thank God. So thank you for those people who send comments. We really appreciate it. We, yes. we love that people interact with the show. And I'm, personally, I'm sorry it's been such a long, long break and you've all been very patient. Um, as everyone who's listened to the show for a while knows, we, we're not schedule guys. We, we do it when we can. Um, you know, we have busy life. Mike particularly has a very busy life. I, you know, I have the focus of a, um, a gnat, so, I mean, that's part of, part of why I'm... Yeah, anyway, um, so, yeah, we really appreciate your involvement yes. in this show, and particularly as we near the end of this year. But um, we are coming back with, an, uh, with a few more apps, and next time you're going to hear us, it may be for around New Year's, but you know, we're going to be covering that Ghouls Just Want to Have Fun one. one yes. Fun, one. Um, so you hear that story, and then after that, we're going to talk about the ending of uh, the TV show. So you've got these things to look after, uh, look forward to, if you are optimistic about what we do. Yes. Yeah. And um, if you want more current coverage on current Doom Patrol stuff, he said, trying to avoid repetition. Um, get in touch with DC and. Let them know how much you loved Unstoppable Doom Patrol. 
um, because we've pretty much once again reached the, you know, we've covered everything once again, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> which has happened like what two or three times in the past now, um, which is crazy to think that, you know, new series of the Doom Patrol have popped up along the way that we've been doing this show that was going to focus on a series that wasn't in print, which is why it was called Waiting for Doom. Because we yeah. were waiting for the Doom Patrol to come back in a print, and they did several times. We're, we're like the very modest Alexander the Great, who looked out at his empire and wept for there were no more Doom Patrol comics to read. Yeah, yeah, that's us. If we were him, and you were equating conquering the world to doing lots of podcasts about Doom Patrol. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the king of all the Doom Patrols. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, you know, share the love of, of Doom Patrol. Uh, if you've got friends that are into comics that haven't checked out the Doom Patrol 4, I think the Unstoppable Doom Patrol is a great starting point, um, and it might spark that interest for them to go and check out previous volumes. You never know. Might get them to check out the TV show, and then get hmm. them to check out more from the... But yeah, basically, if we want more Doom Patrol, we need to be vocal, um, and... Also speak with our wallets as well, I guess. Um, Hello. If... I've got no money. <laughs> Don't use your... <laughs> ah, it's the, the, the wallet puppet of truth. Hello, I'm empty. <laughs> I'm full of cards, but I shouldn't be used. Ha, ha, ha. I can't believe I just did the hand motion of a Muppet's mouth as I was doing that. Oh my god, what have you done to me? It's so good that you're back. Talking wallet in the corner with Treebeard as <laughs> special guests on the show. Hello, Dawkins Light. Join me in this bucket of moment. Um, anyway. <laughs> I smell like butts. I'm in a back pocket all day. Also, thank you for the <laughs> shout out to how I used to do King Candle's voice back when we were covering Oh, Candle's you're storyline. welcome. That was fun. I haven't done that in so long. Um, yeah. And I think I even used a special editing tool to get that more. Anyway. Um, used a computer. I, I, yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I used, a computer. Um, anyway, be vocal about your love for the Doom Patrol um, because if we want more, we need to say that we want more. Uh, and hopefully the sales figures have, you know, maybe given DC enough confidence to let them come back, you know? So, because I hope they come back, because it's so good at the moment. All right. Anyway, that was enough for me. So yeah, uh, that'll, be... that, that'll do, Mike. Yeah, you know. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Thank you, mate. Thank you, Paul. Good that you're back. You know, nice and relaxed. Maybe mm. a little bit too relaxed. Uh, but as always, if you want to get in touch, you can email us at waitingfordoom at gmail dot com. You can probably say your last few tweets, if they're still called that, uh, on the site, formerly known as Twitter, to Wilfred. He's at WFDPod, although he will be moving to a different platform in the new year, so look out for that. Uh, there's always going to be the Waiting for Doom Facebook page, and of course our awesome, awesome website, WaitingForDoom.com, uh, and you can also check us out on uh, Buy Me A Coffee, if you want to support us through mm-hmm. purchasing coffees for us. Um, Hashtag pour coffee on us. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why are they pouring coffee on us? Because there's too much coffee for them to carry? I don't know. I don't make the rules, Mike. Clearly. Roll with, roll just, with what we get. You, 
you're the one that came up with that, so... Mm, Rolling in the coffee. I love that song by Adele. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Should've bought a bigger size. Should've bought a jumbo cup. (laughs) Oh my god, Adele's on the podcast as well. And I love... Ah, get some coffee on me. No, I'm going to stop right now. And I'm going to say thanks for joining us, as always. We'll be back again soon with more silliness that people seem to enjoy. As always, stay weird, be good to each other, don't be a crumb bum, and we'll catch you next time for more Waiting for Doom. Waiting for Doom.